You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 741, Christmas in Smallville, baby. Welcome to episode 741 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I am Paul French, and I am, um, you know, wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey lad, uh, mm. because sometimes sometimes I'm from 10 weeks into the future. <laughs> sometimes you are. It's true. Sometimes. Mm. And uh, you might hear what I mean at the end of this episode. You'll see. Oh, Okay. You'll all see. Oh, 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 turn to a threat really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> that went dark fast. Bob made me play second base. Damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Over to you, sir. Hi, everybody. I am Darren Well, and tonight I am <laughs> cleaning my internet feed, kid. <laughs> I'm getting rid of some people. And some pictures that remind me of times that were good but aren't anymore. You know, Inside Out. You know that movie, but instead yes. of sadness, replace sadness with anger. Yeah, that's what's going on. Uh, so I'm I'm cleaning out some old stuff that doesn't need to be in my feed anymore. And I hadn't realized it until this morning when I got a Facebook memory. I'm like, oh fuck, that's a horrible way to start off on the Monday morning with you and a person you used to care about greatly are hugging, and you're like, I never want to talk to this person again. Don't you like how Facebook just reminds you of your past? Yeah, that's why I'm that's why I'm going through and I am I am cleaning house. He's uh, cleaning out his closet. I I am Tangina. This house is clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this does not. You're going all Marie Kondo. Oh, totally. <laughs> this does not spark joy at all. Thank you. That's <laughs> what you could do that to people. <laughs> just throw them out. Well. Anyway, uh, over to you, Michael, <laughs> before I get into more trouble today. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Uh, Michael Gravois. And today uh, or tonight, I was lost track of time, lad. Um, I forgot to put this show on my calendar. So I'm out running errands and put in my order for dinner to pick up. And I looked at my phone and it says 815. I'm like... Don't I have something to do tonight? Like, oh shit, I got the podcast in 15 minutes. And so, of course, they chose that night to have my pickup dinner delayed. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, fortunately, the stars aligned and I was able to get home uh, just in time for the podcast. So, um, hooray. No, no harm, no foul, lad. Well, I'm glad you messaged because I was like, oh, crap, we're doing that tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's about when I remembered, oh, crap, I, we have a show tonight. I'm yeah. going to be late. So, uh, Merry Christmas, y'all. Well, Happy Hanukkah to you, sir. Yes, yes. A very merry and all that. Mm-hmm. And that's it for but me. But we have someone, we have someone, uh, um, Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to remember who's all here now. I, I haven't. I can't. I can't see the list. <laughs> I think. I think Jim's next. I believe it is Jim. Yeah. It is. You haven't. You Yay. haven't been making a list and checking it twice. No. No, no. that's what Darren's doing. 
No, no, okay. no. I don't do that until after Yule. Yule is coming up, and I've got to do the pagan stuff first, and then I'll. I'll... There you go. Yeah. Got to practice with the real Yule log, and then we can do the appropriated traditions. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. What do you mean, Odin Santa Claus? Okay, moving on. <laughs> hey, everyone. I'm Jim Purcell, and today I have been Christmas tree lad. Uh, my parents are going to be staying with me over the Christmas uh, weekend, and Yay. therefore I got to get the Christmas tree out uh, to make the make the apartment more festive. Yeah. Uh, Yay. Normally I wouldn't bother. Why? Yeah, I'm not. These are fun. They are for other people. Oh, oh, oh okay. See, and I like touching, seeing them in other people's homes. Touching a nerf. <laughs> No, it's just a pain in the ass to get in the box, uh, uh, assembling the tree and putting okay, all the, the ornaments. The you know, holidays it's funny. are a pain in the ass, period. <laughs> okay. Uh, I will say this. Um, fun fact. I think this is the first time I've ever put up a tree myself, ever. Huh. Really? Yeah, I've just, you know, when you live alone, you don't put up a tree most Christmases. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, my mother, who was living with me last, last Christmas, uh, she bought me a tree. Mm. And she set it up while I was at work. And uh, so that's the tree I put up this year all by myself. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That works. But it's up now. Christmas tree complete. Oh, Christmas tree. Achievement unlocked. Mm-hmm. And it looks good, Jim. I saw it on Facebook. Yes, yeah, so yeah. it is. Hi, everyone. I'm Brent Brickhill. And today I am Legacy Kid. Um, in the absence of um, a Legion book at the moment, I've been enjoying some JSA time. So I have just finished nice. watching the uh, Stargirl season, uh, which was great JSA yes. fun. Yes. Um, and um, I'm reading through, I bought Paul Kupperberg's uh, book that he wrote called JSA Ragnarok, which is a novelization. Oh. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I'm up to chapter 11, and it's set in the period where um, Doctor Midnight was Peter something. Peter. Um, uh, I want to say Cross. Doesn't sound. <clears throat> yes. Right. Yeah, correct. I think you're right. I think you're okay. right. Yeah. yeah. So Jakeem Thunder, and anyway, it's it's a fun little book, and it's set in nice. World, World War Two and the, the well, not present day, but 2000 and something. Um, and today, I've just come back from the comic shop and picked up. Uh, issue two of Stargirl, The Lost Children. So uh, uh, no spoilers. I won't spoil anything. Oh. But, uh, so definitely in JSA mode at the moment. Nice. And enjoying it. It's nice to have a book to look forward to coming out each month. Absolutely. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Exactly. Um, Is I mean, we, Is that everybody? <laughs> I, I believe so. Um, uh, I? with the little... So the little sign says. Um, <laughs> Is that what it says? Okay. So uh, Legion news. Um, I have some I Legion like news today. You do? You have some I have some. Oh, I got all that. You know, we often say, uh, you know, we're pulling back the curtain second, folks. Uh, you know, usually we. Um, no one's back there. No one's back there at all. <laughs> oh, Okay. All right. Um, usually what happens is we uh, we do the show on Sunday and then any news that happens breaks on the Monday. Yeah, um, sure. And uh, and uh, so this time, you know, we're here on the Monday and uh, and see, Brent's got something. 
I've got some, but it's not new news. But I'm I'm calling this the uh, the four weeks of Festivus um, oh. news. So yeah. they're they're yeah. all dark crisis related, and I'm not sure uh. if you've covered any of these, but I thought I'll mention them anyway. Yeah. Uh, so the first one was back on December six when Dark Crisis Warzone came out. Uh, there was uh, not sorry, not Warzone. Um, Dark Crisis Dark Army came out. Right, uh, there's a yeah. Legion appearance. I don't know if you guys mentioned that with Doctor Light. So well, on and, page... and on, on the cover, I mean, you've got uh, you've got uh, Damien, well, yes. right? And who, he's yes, Robin, Robin, who, always who is was, and always, always has been be. a legionnaire. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So yeah, Brainiac and uh, Saturn Girl appear on page uh, thirty-nine, and it's the um, the Bendis version, um, and it's sort of almost insinuating Doctor Light becomes a legionnaire. Then in Dark Crisis, this is our second week of Festivus. In Dark Crisis, Big Bang, uh, we get an appearance of the original Superboy and Crypto fighting against the anti-monitor so relevant for today's episode and Indeed. we get a mention in the same issue of earth 2 uh, the new 52 justice society of america is mentioned so our uh, earth 2 legion of superheroes must be out there in the multiverse somewhere that's right and today on the cover of dark crisis 7 because i'm ringing in from the future here it is yes. tuesday already in Australia, and uh, on the um, Perez tribute cover, we get to see uh, five legionnaires and a legion villain. So, and I think you guys mm -hmm. talked about who they were previously, but uh, we've got um, uh, the 1980s version of the legion. Uh, we've got Brainiac Five, Dawnstar, Cosmic Boy, and Satin Girl, and Kara uh, Zor uh, um Supergirl, and we've got Darkseid. So there you go. Four Dark Crisis Legion appearances. There you have it. Oh, so that so seven is out tomorrow. Okay. I, I did I started reading the um uh Big Bang last night uh after um um uh, while I was rendering the show and uh uh but I I felt I was a little too tired to really make my way through it and um and so I, I i will get to it but i i i like the start of that it is uh uh barry's got a mystery to solve and it is uh who killed him <laughs> mm. so yeah i'd say marv wolfman but you well know. Oh, yeah right? Khan, wasn't it <laughs> Yeah, Julie Schwartz might have been in on that. Dick, yeah, yeah, Jeanette Kahn probably had to sign off on that memo, right? Yeah. Isn't it funny how Supergirl was like, need to know, are we killing Supergirl? Yes, no, maybe. <laughs> oh, the movie didn't do well? Kill her. Kill the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's exactly how that decision was made. There you go. Is, that, yep. is that how they're going to decide had about it? That was totally that. <laughs> Is that how they're going to decide about the Rebirth Legion as well? Let's see how the cartoon goes, and uh, then we'll make a decision exactly. on which version Could we're be. going ahead with. Yeah. Could be, or we'll just do another version at the same time. Who knows? Um, yeah, so that's right. That's uh, that's coming out. That's cool. So nice. very obscurely. Oh, I mean, so. has already been out, um, and we enjoyed <laughs> it immensely. Darn it. You, you caught us. <laughs> you caught us. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right. So, um, so we're gonna we're gonna do a couple of things. We've got a couple of stories that we're going to uh, to take you through, and um, 
And the first one was actually the very first Superboy story I ever read. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Based on based on uh, the very like first caption box was of this, the story. Was this published back in Sanskrit? Is that what we're talking? No, no. Oh, it's damn, kind of a cold, yo. It's kind of an overly hey, labored joke. You got you got me by three weeks, French. I got to get my digs in when I can. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. We are. We are only a few weeks away from that period of time where I am. Uh, I am older than Darren. Yeah. And, um, and numerically speaking. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Uh, let's see here. Paul, um, Paul, do you remember what? why you picked that issue up? Yeah, because the cover looked cool. Um, hang on, I'm just trying to find the. Uh, this is uh, so while you're link. while you're looking, um, I couldn't remember. I mean, I, I bought this. Um, this was my first issue of Adventure Comics as well. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. Not counting the the Legion in um, the you know the back issues, but um, uh, last night I looked into what happened to adventure comics after the legion left so they left in issue 380 and then supergirl was the main feature up through 424 yeah and then it was um like a, a half dozen issues where they had the adventurers club and black orchid her intro and first few stories that was up to 430 and then there was a 10 issue run of the specter by uh, Michael Fleischer and Jim Aparo from 431 to 440, uh, a dozen issues of Aquaman. And then uh, that he, he left adventure and then went back into his own book, picking up the numbering from the early seventies series. And then Superboy was there for six issues, 453 to 458. And I had not remembered that this was the first solo Superboy story in adventure since he became a backup in the in the Legion in the early sixties. Yeah. Yeah. I, I um yeah, I think what got me from for it was um you know, hey, it's a it's a kid hero. Um I had seen um I think I had seen copies of uh, Superboy and the Legion on the stands, um, but uh, but no, I saw this uh, this Superboy comic and I'm like, cool. It's like there's a whole family of uh, of, of you know super people and uh, and this kid is one of them. And uh, I you know I didn't realize until I read it that um, that this was the this was the Adventures of Superman when he was a boy. That's what it says and right here. It's a, it says of the adventures of Superman when he was a boy. Like you do. Um and of course later on I would get like all the digests with the uh with the, you know, Superboy reprints and everything. And yeah, I was I was hooked. Um uh you know, and it's it's why I've done all of these uh all of the episodes of the New Adventures of Superboy because I loved that series yeah. and um, it, it's a, it's an absolute favorite of mine. And uh, yeah, this was, uh, so this was the first Superboy that I, that I bought and um, joy. And it was, 
Ooh, breaking news, guys. We just got an email from New Zealand. Oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm getting nervous. Shots fired, people. Um, Someone all right. So, episode, I see. <laughs> and um, anyway, so so, yeah, no, this issue was a big deal for me because it was it was the first one that I that I read. And uh, and for reasons that we'll get into when we get into the book, um, I mean, it's it's a great story. Uh, you know, it, it's just uh, it's a fun um it, it, you know, it's a story that that would have, you know, there's just that, it, you know, as that bridge between, uh, you know, the 50s and 60s and the 80s, it, it, you know, the, this era of uh, of of uh, of these stories was, um, um, you know, they were just starting to get into that that sort of the the um, maturing of the Bronze Age, and um, but there was still some Silver Age uh, goodness to it. So, uh, so I, yeah, I really enjoyed this one. Um, and of course, Hey, um, as the cover told me, I could have been in the Superman movie. Just saying, I mean, I couldn't have, because I, I think it was, they were doing us only, but you know, well, you could have just crossed the street really. That could dream. Yeah. Um, you were closer yeah. than me. <laughs> Definitely closer than me. Yeah. <laughs> Although I could oh, have been right. in the Man of Steel, the uh, the Zack Snyder Superman movie. Oh, see, there you go. They filmed that in Sydney, so that wasn't so far away. Right? Uh, we yep. should take a moment of silence for Henry Cavill no longer being in Superman tights. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll do that. Y'all go on. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> oh, man. All, All right. right. Um, I'm good. Okay, so let's get into it. Uh, we uh, we we lead off with uh, it's it's got a, it's got a white background because uh, it's a billowing smoke cloud, and it says Adventure Comics um, uh, presents a new uh, solo series, and that probably was part of what hooked me as well. Um, because uh, you know, oh, like this is a, this is a a jumping on point. Yes, please. Yeah. I mean, Adventure uh, had been like almost everything up to this point, right? So, well, and I had no idea. This this yeah. is the first issue of Adventure Comics I ever saw. And uh, and in fact, I don't even know that I noticed that right away. Um, <clears throat> but it makes sense because they had like, they would have like a feature and then they have like, a, what, a six page backup story or something back then. And, you know, it wouldn't be just the main lead. It'd be like, Aquaman, and then in the back would be Green Arrow or something, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, um, so it's got this girl in a purple and blue and and yellow uh, super suit and uh, red hair in uh, in ponytails and, um, <laughs> and and she's punching Superboy. Superboy's getting his ass kicked by Pippi Longstocking, everybody. <laughs> exactly. It says. Who is the mystery girl, and why is she replacing Superboy? Oh. Um, oh. And it says, you can be in the Superman movie. Details inside. Oh. And then we get a uh, hostess brings you two delicious all-star snacks. Hostess cupcakes Wait, and Twinkies. The only thing that upsets me about this hostess is the fact there's no superhero and bad villain we'll never see again fighting <laughs> over hostess uh, fruit pies. Yeah. 
This was, Paul, I did, think, just before they started doing those. Paul, did you have these products in Canada? Um, no, they're far, they're yeah. far not healthy enough to be in Canada. <laughs> yeah, Cause, I cause think... I've uh, wanted these for years and years and years, and I think I was about 22 when I finally saw yeah. one in real life, and then I bought one, and then I was oh. like, oh, my God. That was very disappointing. Yeah, they were not not readily available. Um, like they were not everywhere, and uh, and certainly like no way in hell was my mom buying that stuff. No, and uh, <laughs> and and so when I did go to the grocery store, I was more interested in like, oh, while you're in the grocery store, I'm gonna be over here at this spinner rack. Yeah. I'll I'll see you when you're done, and because uh, I have a lot of comics to take a look at, and um, and so I don't know that I was ever in that uh, you know if they were in that aisle I don't know that I was ever there to uh, to uh, you know try and uh, sneak it into the into the cart. Um, I don't remember seeing the the Hostess cupcakes. I do remember seeing like Twinkies. We saw those, but. Um, yeah, oh, God, they're all horrible. They, they, they're Just, they're all horrible and have a really bad chemically taste to them. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not good. When you're here, uh, I Sorry? care. I was like, uh, uh-uh, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's better things to, uh, to yeah, spend there's the be- time. There's better things to eat than this for sure. The uh, the the cover, by the way, Paul. Uh, yeah. By Kurt Schaffenberger, and colors by Tatiana Wood. Oh wow! Nice. And letters, uh, letters by the most aptly named letterer of all time, Joe Letterese. Oh wow! Very nice. Very <laughs> nice. Letterese, maybe. <laughs> all right. In the uh, the interior art, um, you know, it's funny because I always kind of um, in my in my head rem- remembered it as. Um, um as being Schaffenberger but of course it's not <laughs> mm-hmm. um uh but uh it is a story by Bob Rosakis of course the answer man himself yep um art by John Kalman and Murphy Anderson and coloring by Liz Barube that just sounds um, like a fun name to say Barube <laughs> exactly exactly so um at long last solo starring in an all new series the Adventures of Superman when he was a boy. Superboy. Dun, 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 and, dun, 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 and the title dun. of this story is You Too Can Be a Superhero. Um, instant explanation department. Superboy has just returned from the 30th century and not a moment too soon. So hey, that was Legion connection. To me. Yeah, that yeah. was confusing to me. Oh, wait, just wait. Um, do you want to... <clears throat> Do you want to know what he was doing in the 30th century? Wasn't he we'll leaving get there. Legion? Let's ask we'll Bob Rosakis. Come on, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we will get there on uh, on page three. So. Okay. No, no okay. jumping okay. ahead. No jumping ahead. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. We can explain it then in context. I, I haven't um, read it since 1977, so. Fair, fair. 
All right. So um, there's this girl who seems to be uh, uh, like a bunch of campers watching from the side and she seems to be uh, spluttering and there's a guy swimming out to her. Uh, but Superboy's there and he sees. Um, so it says instant explanation department again. Uh, Superboy has just returned from the 30th century and not a moment too soon since a happy two weeks at Camp Smallville for city kids is on the verge of being marred as a young girl struggles to stay afloat until help arrives. Just who that young girl is, we challenge you to guess, reader, as you read this saga of an 11-year-old adventuress who answers the command, you too can be a superhero. Um, and so she's uh, yeah, uh, out can there in the you water. figure it out? Glub, help me, Glub. And uh, then uh, he says, Hang on, I'll get you. And she says, Superboy, so glad I got to meet you. I'm your biggest fan. Oh, no. uh, Run away. away. Yeah, yeah. I I can't let this pass, but uh, without comment, Tiny Superman rescuing giant girl. (laughs) Perspective is a thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. uh, anyway, and she's got like the star spangled uh, skirt to her bathing suit and the stripes uh, for uh, uh, for the the top. And, uh, and, you know, it just has enough of a Wonder Woman look to, uh, you know, I think this was where they were trying to drop different ideas. Um, she says, I don't know. I thought I could swim back, but I couldn't. He says, well, I can. This is my chance to put on a little water show for your fellow campers. And so she kind of water skis and uh, he holds her aloft with super breath and and they get to the side and uh, she gives uh, Superboy a smooch and uh, and her brother comes running up saying, you crazy kid, you could have drowned. She says, but I didn't. Superboy saved me. I'm a big girl now. I don't need you pay- playing big brother anymore. And he says, no, nah, too big to get a spanking, which dad would give you if he were here. Now, come on, go change clothes. You've had enough swimming today. And, um, and, uh, and, uh, Pete Ross says, um, says, that's what I call a nick of time appearance, Superboy. And now I'll make an equally fast disappearance. And he says, Oh, you're leaving already. Can't you stay around a while? The kids would love to see you. And he says, sorry, Pete, but I'll be around. He says, ha, what a kidder Superboy is. He'll be here, but as Clark Kent. Ah. Unknown, unknown to the Boy of Steel, Pete Ross knows his secret identity, as do two other people. Though Superboy is aware that they know because they are his foster parents, Jonathan and Martha Kent. And this is the uh, the youngified uh, Jonathan and Martha. Yeah, I um, <laughs> And, um, you know, because they'd been well, de-aged is- by... Sorry, Magic. go ahead. Were, were they de-aged? Yes. Oh. Well, this is before. Yeah, because they're, they're putting the ad on the cover about being in the Superman movie. The Superman movie hasn't come out yet, right? So, like, correct. a, a lot of that Smallville stuff hadn't been established. Oh, no, dude. It was no, all established. There, oh, no. There yeah. was a, um, they, like, opened up a treasure chest that Clark brought back, and there was, like, a super virus in there that turned them young. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, a lot of the uh, like like there had been a Superboy comic that which became uh, Legion. Um, right. So it had run, a, you know, almost a couple of hundred issues before the before uh, the Legion took it over. Um, did, they, did they make them young because the series had been going on so long or wh- yeah, what? More than 
unlikely. Well, they weren't like like this was not a every, anyone ever grows older uh, kind of thing, right? So, yeah, I don't know. I just think someone just decided that at some point because the idea was that they were much older um, than 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 he was. Uh, you know, and so so when you saw when you read earlier uh, Superboy comics, they were right. um, you know. Yeah, some writer decided at some point to uh, to de-age them. Well, it looked like maybe, Superboy was being maybe, raised by grandparents, basically. Right, yeah. Maybe they maybe they wanted them younger because they were being shown as older in Superman. Well, they weren't being shown in Superman. The point was that they had died. Yeah, oh, they, they right. were dead by that point. Yeah, they like they they the I the it, you know in these you know silver like pre-crisis, uh, the Kents died um, before uh, Clark went off to college. Right, it's a space virus, according to Legion. Is it the, the same virus, virus that made them yeah. young? So according according to a uh, a Superman wiki page, um, in Superboy number 145, March 1968, <clears throat> Jonathan and Martha are rejuvenated physically and appear younger due to the influence of an alien serum. After this, they were drawn by artists as late middle-aged as opposed to elderly uh, until Superman's 1986 reboot. Mm. After Clark graduates from high school, Jonathan and Martha take a vacation to the Caribbean where they contract a fatal and rare tropical disease after handling materials from a pirate's treasure chest they had exhumed. Uh, Despite Superboy's best efforts, Martha dies with Jonathan dying soon thereafter. Oops, spoiler alert. Oh man! Uh, before, before, yeah, before dying, Jonathan reminds Clark that he must always use his powers for the benefit of humanity. Clark mourns his parents and moves to the metropolis to attend college. So that's why yeah. they aren't alive. Mm. Yeah, but sorry for so, that they were dead. Well, there you go. Um, Anyway, so the, and by this point, they had moved away from the farm and they had moved into town and they had the general store. And um, and so here we are because they are his foster parents, Jonathan, Martha Kent. And he says, hi, mom, I'm home. Oh, Clark, Jonathan, look who's back. And uh, Jonathan's holding a big uh, case of cans and says, I'm just in time, too. And uh, Clark says, that seems to be my trademark today. Here, let me help you, Pa. And he says, <sighs> Thanks, son, but must you be such a show-off? And he says, show-off me? I'm just trying to help you stock the shelves, which he does so at super speed. And uh, and he's, but, but, and and uh, Martha says, oh, hush up, Jonathan. Let the boy have his fun. There's no one around to see this, to see his super stunt. Um, <laughs> now, um, uh, I will note that they both look, uh, um, they're both drawn differently here than, the, than sort of the model would be in, um, uh, the new adventures of Superboy, where where they were kind of drawn as more kind of middle aged, mm-hmm. um, you know, just a little, and uh, um, so uh, so you know that you could see some age to them, um, but uh, but still, you know, younger than the uh, than, than uh, the the old days of of Pa and his round glasses. Um, is there anything else I can help with? I'll have to do it fast though. I'm supposed to be at Camp Smallville in five minutes. Do it fast, Jehoshaphat Clark. Do you call what you just did slow? Oh, no, Pa. Taking a full five minutes to go the 10 miles to Camp Smallville, that's slow. See you later. And <laughs> off he goes. Whoosh. Meanwhile, 
back at the aforementioned camp. Um, we see the little girl uh, that he rescued and uh, her brother saying, and you can stay in your bunk till you learn not to do foolish things like swimming too far out in the lake. Sob, you're a big meanie, Anthony. I hate you. If I were a superhero like Superboy, I wouldn't save you. Yeah, if I had those neat superpowers, you wouldn't be able to boss me around. Oh, how I wish I could be like Superboy. I wish I could be a superhero. Then I'd show him. Um, And he says, okay, now watch closely. If you saw Superboy's last adventure with the Legion in Superboy and the Legion 230. Ah, so this is before he left officially and never came back. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, About about, uh, about a couple of years before. Um, uh, You know that the Boy of Steel has in his cape a mystical crystal, a mystic crystal he took from the sinister sorcerer for safekeeping. Mm. And of course that uh, sinister sorcerer has a jet ski. Oh, does he? Yeah. I was hoping I was hoping. Uh, yeah. This, um, uh, in this story, it was actually an alien named Seden who, oh, conned, okay. who conned five legionnaires into bringing him a power jewel uh, that they did not know had belonged to Mordru. And he wanted to use that power crystal to enable him to conquer the galaxy. He did not succeed. And he was never seen again in a Legion comic book. But at the end of the story, Superboy brings the crystal back with him to the 20th century for safekeeping. There you go. Because what could be safer? Um, That's right. Yeah. Um, what, What episode did we cover that in? Uh, ask a silly uh, question. <laughs> I was not prepared. <laughs> I love not really, Bubba Zakis. This is my uh, Christmas gift. Yay! <laughs> I love it. Uh, episode three twenty eight. Episode three twenty eight. So, what you want to do, folks, is pause right here, go back, listen to episode three twenty eight, and then listen to this. All dovetails perfectly. All right. Um, anyway, so it is a mystic crystal which responds to thought waves and is about to be tapped by the powerful wishes of this little girl. A mystic crystal which endows this young girl with incredible superpowers. And, um, oh, super prizes. Cool. Indeed. Um, yeah, yeah, all kinds of neat stuff. There's a parachute ball up there. Mm. Um, but that's okay. We'll uh, learn the consequences a bit later, because right now, Clark, this is Tony. Tony, Clark. Tony's the brother. Um, glad to meet you. You're here from the city? And he says, right, part of the Weeks in the Country plan for kids of civil servants. Hmm. wonder what he does. Um He says, I'm actually a little old for the program, but my kid sister is here. So my dad had uh, me signed on as a counselor to keep an eye on her. Uh, Not a close enough eye. Uh, It says, uh, says Lana, she almost drowned in the lake. Superboy rescued her. Do tell. And Pete says, yeah, you should have been here to see it, Clark. Anyway, look, I spoke to the head counselor and he thought it'd be a great idea if we took some of the older kids camping overnight. Great idea. We can trek up near Haunted Falls. <laughs> Ooh, and tell them the ghostly legend of the falls. Yeah, complete with their spectral appearance. It'll give the kids something to remember for a long time. Oh, I bet it will. Um, 
and they're looking at the map and uh, Lana says, no, that might be going a little, a bit too far. And um, uh, Tony says, no way, it'll be fun. And uh, Pete says, God, come on, Lana, no one's going to get hurt. And besides, it's a tradition. The older counselors have been doing it for years. She says, well, I guess I'm outvoted, but something tells me it's not going to turn out the way you expect. Well, everyone knows that you take Lana Lang along. It's going to go wrong. Uh-oh. Yeah. That's, that's, that's mean. At least it's Camp Smallville and not Camp Crystal Lake. <laughs> right. Yes. So far, yes. Um, and so shortly afterwards, Tony goes in to his sister and says, uh, hey, bookworm, come on. We're going on an overnight up to the waterfalls. And she says, not me. I'm not going anywhere with you. And she's reading a book called Women in Politics. Oh, Jesus. Okay. All the clues, guys. All the clues. Hillary Clinton. Okay. <laughs> um, he says, ah, oh, knock it off. We came here to enjoy the outdoors. Not so you could spend two weeks with your nose in a book. And she said, give me my book. He says, when we get where we're going, you can read it by the campfire. Now let's get going, please. Later, after a hike through the woods and uh, dinner over an open, open flame, she is, in fact, uh, reading the book. Uh, well, kind of far away enough from the fire. Yeah, that, how can she just, see that? I don't know. That's yeah, no, one, no wonder she got those glasses, I tell you. Um, <laughs> now, everyone gather around the fire, and Lana will tell you how the Haunted Falls got its name. Oh, wow, Nito, a real ghost story. And she says, well, a long time ago when the explorers, uh, I got to say, I'm, I'm enjoying this guy's art. Um, yeah, I like the sort of light art. and dark. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I, like when she's telling the story, you know, it, it's, it's it, it, yeah, it just. Uh, it I, 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 shadows very nicely. Yeah, exactly. Um, so she says, well, a long time ago when the explorers like Daniel Boone were still blazing trails across the wilderness. And um, uh, Pete says, let's go, Clark. They won't even notice we're gone. And they, ha, this is going to be rich. He's, and uh, Clark says, I've never been one for practical jokes, Pete. Neither of you. He says, I know. But the counselors did it to us the first year we came to camp. It's a tradition. And they're getting out some sheets. And um, um, and, the, and one of the kids says, was Davy Crockett one of the explorers? I saw on TV that he was the king of the wild frontier. And she says, no, uh, he wasn't here. Those two explorers were named uh, uh, Ross Peterson and uh, Kensington Clark. Anyway, they were canoeing down the river upstream from the falls when they suddenly spotted a beautiful Indian maiden. She was running right along the river and waving at them to follow her. And she led them to a secret gold mine, right? No, dear. She led them right over the falls. It's said that the ghosts of those two explorers can still be seen up here, searching for the Indian maiden who led them to their deaths. Indeed. And um, and uh, they show up right behind Lana, and they're woo, and they're like kids, right? It's the ghosts, and uh, um, um, and the kid sees, uh, looks up from her book and sees this going on, and she's shocked. And uh, the kids are like, "They're coming to get us! Help!" And she says, "Don't worry, this is a job for Mighty Girl, Kablam!" And, uh, and it's like, "Oh my gosh, my sister!" And she changes into this costume, um, you know, with a, a sort of a, a navy and purple cape. And she did the insta change thing. Yeah, she did. That's right. Yeah, with with with, with one. Sorry, go ahead, Jim. I was gonna say with one mighty word. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. Kablam is close to what? Kathum. Uh, yeah, Kablam is pretty close to Kathum. I'd say so. That's I a great take a drink. Yeah. It is Christmas. Indeed. Um, she says, I'll stop those ghosts. And she goes flying at them and says, go back where you came from, spook. Kapow. Um, uh, one and, neat thing about her costume is her cape is an M. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that neat? That Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yes. Kind of giving me amazing man vibes in a way, too. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so Clark goes flying into the waterfall and says, what the? I don't know how that little girl got superpowers, but I do know that this is a job for Superboy. And uh, behind the falls, he cha- he starts changing into his uh, into his costume, and she's about to uh, to hit uh, Pete, and uh, and and uh, she says, "You two, ghost, back up your waterfall." And uh, Clark and um, I guess um, oh, it's Lana is uh, uh, or no, he's trying to pull off his uh, his his robe so that she knows, hey, not not actually a ghost. Um, and uh, he and Superboy stops her fist, says, hold it, mighty girl, says her punch would have broken Pete in two. Superboy, she already hit Clark. He's safe, Lana. I caught him. Um, get out of here, Superboy, says mighty girl. I'm the hero now. I'll stop these ghosts. If not, I'll stop those ghosts, not you. Um, um, uh, later, we can uh, um, all talk about uh, growing up uh, with a daisy. Um, or the mighty meat snack that conquers the horrible hungries. Mm, yeah. Meat snacks. Snap um, into that. Yeah. I anyway, that, uh, sorry. Didn't didn't they play Coachella, the mighty meat snack? I think so. Hungry? I think so. Yeah. You snap into a Slim Jim. Speaking of which, there's an ad. Sweet. Yes. Um. All right. So, um, yeah, she hits him, and he's like, "Oof, this girl packs some wallop." Need to calm her down before eek a fire. Great Krypton. I've got to nothing doing, Superboy. I told you, I'm the new Superboy here. And she kicks him right in the knee. And he's like, Youch, I felt that. Because of course, when you think about it, mm-hmm. her powers come from magic. Um yeah. and she says, Now I'll blow out the fire. The fire can't blow it out. It's spreading. Help, help. She's making it worse. Gotta put that fire out and then worry about handling Mighty Girl. Um, and he does a super cannonball dive to douse everything fast. And she says, you big hog, I could have saved everybody. I'll show you. I'll wish for even more flowers, eh, more powers. Mm-hmm. Then I'll punch you to the moon. He says, you wished for that. Po- you wished for those powers. So that's it. I know how you got them. Somehow she's tapped Mordrew's crystal. Got to get rid of it. Cut off her source. Ah! I'll hurl it into space. And boy, does boy it. That's, how you, that's how you solve all your problems. That's right. Oh, that's right oh wait sorry guys amazing air breathing crazy crabs you too can get crabs hey personally hey, I try hey, to avoid hey. crabs you go down to the free clinic and get that checked out it does say the live pet sensation sweeping America mm. so, yeah mm. so yeah. to do something about those crabs it was the 70s yeah um, well I, I had a hermit crab when I was a kid in the 90s the, the the, the trend came back briefly. Mm. I imagine these hermit hermit crabs, right? We might we, we might be talking about different things. Yeah, I, think um, <laughs> I think you're right. Yes, I, I I do think you're right, Jim. Um, 
Anyway, um, then there's, of course, the great Superman movie contest. Two first prizes, a role in the upcoming <laughs> Superman movie, an expense-paid uh, trip to visit the offices of DC Comics. The second one's way cooler than the first. 5,000 second prizes, the secret origins of DC superheroes book, copies of the upcoming Warner paperback novels of Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Um, Wonder Woman! Years subscription you know the, to the... Uh, ama- Go ahead. No, go ahead. I got. I'll finish. No, I want to hear what you got. Oh no! I was just say that if you're looking at the here's how to enter, it does not exclude Canadians. Oh well, there you go. Look at that. Um, uh, your subscription to the Amazing World of DC Comics, copies of the all-new Superman versus Wonder Woman, Superman versus Muhammad Ali, and Legion of Superheroes supersized comics. So you could win the damn tabloid. Oh, wow. I'm surprised that we don't have a uh, Superman versus the Amazing Spider-Man on this ad, but I guess it's all DC all the time. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, or or tickets to Superman movie previews. Yeah. And which one would you pick? Right? <laughs> Good grief. Um, <clears throat> this is interesting. I, this is a very minor thing I've noticed. Wonder Woman is spelled cursive while everything else is not. Isn't that ago. interesting? Yeah. That was, that was her logo back then. It was yeah. in cursive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they had, I can't remember, like, where was the, the little token that you got? Like, it was, it would be like um, a particular letter and you had to be able to spell Superman with it or Clark or, mm. and um, I can't remember where those were. It, um, it, it, uh, it says in the, in the directions, Simply collect the coupons found at the bottom of most DC Comics letter pages. Oh, the letter page. Okay. Mm. August, September, August, September, or September, October, 77. Okay. And then spell out, spell out Superman and either Kal-El or Clark. So, you, so you've got to like buy like a bunch of comics to make yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Submit. Okay. And you've got to cut them up. It looks like N is this issue's letter. There you have it. There you have it. Um, okay, so anyway, it sounds like fun. Um, but you got to have your entries in by July fifteenth, nineteen seventy-seven. Yes, so we will get need the, the, we will need get, the time bubble. Get the time bubble. Yeah. Um, also, at last, the thrilling return of Mister Miracle, and uh, this was the Engelhart uh, Rogers uh, uh, series. It's a really skinny Barda. Yeah, it is. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. You're not you're not wrong. Um, anyway, so uh, he threw it into space and buried it in the molten surface of the sun. What could possibly go wrong? Um, and we see what my power is fading away, gone. And she turns back into the into the girl she is. Um, and nasty little girl that she yeah is. yeah. Um, I w- I wanted to be a superhero. I really did. Uh, and uh, uh, Tony consoles her. It's okay, sis. It's okay. And uh, Superboy stands in front of her and says, being a superhero isn't that easy. You have to get experience and training. You saw what almost happened. A lot of people could have been hurt because you didn't know what to do. He said, but you took away my powers. I wished for them. They're mine. He says, you can't have powers by wishing, by magic. You've got to work. Develop your own skills. And by working really hard, someday, and he invokes the title, you too can be a superhero. (laughs) He you said tell the that, thing. He said you, the thing. You tell that punk Billy Batson. <laughs> <it up. laughs> yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> and uh, so she thinks about that for a second. And she said, okay, Superboy, I'm really going to try. And someday you're going to be hearing about Barbara Gordon, super heroine. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> uh, surprised to learn the identity of our guest star reader? Or did you figure out from the clues we dropped along the way? So clues like um, the brother Tony who had been mentioned. Um, I've never heard of Tony Gordon in my entire life. Well, but if you had mm. been reading them at the, at the time. Because of course he's been, you know, retconned out of. Oh yeah, and and then yeah. and then the different brother was retconned back in uh, a few years back, and yeah. So uh, I mean, remember Barbara got retconned to no longer being the biological daughter, and uh, and then what? she was again, and then she wasn't. So because her her brother was now a serial killer, right? Well, oh, but deal. that's different. That's oh, yeah. Oh, that's sorry. the more recent thing. That's the more uh, recent thing. Like uh, I think Snyder brought him brought brought him back. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but the other clue was she was reading the um, uh, what was it called? The um, women in politics. Women, women in, in politics. politics. And she's because a congresswoman at this point. Yeah. Exactly. And. Um, so, uh, yeah, little little bits like that. And, of course, uh, their dad being a civil, a civil servant. Um, and, uh, you know, it, uh, yeah, he's a cop. Uh, maybe not yet commissioner. Um, not yet a woman. <laughs> there you have it. There you have it. Anyway, uh, so there we go. Then we get to the Daily Planet page, um, which uh, Rosakis and Anthony Tolan, who actually, for people who do or don't listen to Word Balloon, um, there's a t- he's uh, put up a two-parter with Anthony Tolan uh, talking about the 70s and 80s at DC. And uh, so worth worth your time to check out. Because uh, Tolan's got a lot of stories, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and what's the headline? JLA, JSA, and Legion battle more Drew, and this is of course the uh, an ad for uh, Justice League one forty seven and one forty eight is where it finishes. Yes, I think yeah, it's two parter. Yeah. Yes, I thought it was just two. Oh, maybe it was two. I think, yeah, I think 149, parts. 150 is the key um, yep. issues, like the villain, the key, not key issues. But, you know, they were celebrating their 150th issue. So it was a giant size. You know. Yep. Just a two parter. <laughs> yep. So um, Superman versus Wonder Woman was a super special tabloid edition set in World War Two as the Man of Steel battles the amazing Amazon in an adventure by Jerry Conway, Jose Luis Garcia Lopez, and Dan Adkins. Um, Very cool. And if you, want, if you want to listen to the subs, talk about this crossover. <laughs> oh, yes. Excellent. That was episodes 502 and 503. It was another nice. two-parter. Look at that. Yeah. Look, at, look at how oh, on it we are with the synergies and stuff. This came out the same, uh, same month as uh, ISIS number seven as well. Oh, hey. Mm, ISIS. Boy. Howdy. And Irv Novik was the uh, um, the Flash artist at, at the time, and that's probably around when I first read the read the Flash as well. Ah. Um. Yeah, this was like early comic book reading for me. Um. Oh, see, and Star Hunters, which was a Don Newton book. Man, I gotta find that. Hmm. Because, um, yeah, Don Newton and Bob Layton on art. Yes, please. Oh, yeah, totally. I'm into that. 
anyway, we won't get into the Aqualad's uh, story because that's a little far afield. But um, yeah, this isn't a Titans podcast yet. That's right. So there's yeah, that. Give it time. Yet. <laughs> oh, while you were other... talking, your daughters are going to be like, "That Aqualad is so dreamy. We should do a podcast on him." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Brent. What were you going to say? I, I hope I'm not jumping here, Michael. But I, while you were talking, Paul, I looked up who actually won that Superman contest. Nice. Ooh. And uh, it was two guys, one uh, Tim Hussey from California and Ed Finneran from Massachusetts, collected all the coupons they needed to win and sent them in. And they appear in the scene where Clark is um, serving as Smallville's football team manager. And some of the players drop their um, hats off. And two of the players, you'll notice, are much smaller than others. Ah, and, that's uh, yeah. They have no numbers on their uniforms. and that's Oh, that's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. Excellent. Excellent. I, I do want to point something out before we leave. I was scrolling through the Aqualad story, and at the end, there is a uh, a wonderful retro <laughs> ad for uh, the superheroes on water skis. Yes. If you've ever seen those pictures of the superheroes on water skis, kids, yes, it happened. Yes, it was a thing in the 70s, and I went to one when I was a kid. So there you go. Nice. It was it was just as cheesy and bad as you think it was. <laughs> very nice, very nice. What is Batman doing out in the sun? Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'm all, I'm gonna get my dollar seventy five and buy me the hundred piece toy soldier set. Oh my god, with the way yeah. they're costing these days, that is a bargain. They were packed in the Footlocker storage box, and you had tanks and jeeps and man, all the jeeps. crazy. Jeeps. But see, I couldn't order that. No. It says allow five to six weeks for delivery. No Canadian or foreign orders accepted. Rude. Oh. That's just rude. Exactly. All right. So, um, one one other quick thing. Um, this uh, also appearing the same month that this came out was uh, Karate Kid issue 10 and Superboy and the Legion number 232. Mm. Okay. Very cool. Nice. And, and uh, I don't know if you remember some months back, I gave a trivia question. Oh, no. The trivia question <laughs> that I gave was, how did Mordrew indirectly inspire Barbara Gordon to become Batgirl? Yes. Oh, great. And, and and Paul got it right. There you go. Because Paul read this story. Exactly. Hey, Paul, Paul, at the start of this, you said there was something in this story that, you know, when it was new, you didn't either understand or confused you remember what that was when it was new well it was just the fact that i you know it was it was just finding out that uh um was on a jet ski well no because i i had no clue who he was um Uh, yeah um no i don't know uh um i think it's just more the idea that uh that like i didn't know that uh uh, well, I guess I knew once I read that that top page, and it was like, wait a second, this is the oh. Avengers of Superman when he was a boy. Yeah, you didn't, you, you didn't you didn't know that Superboy was Superman as a boy. I had no idea until until I read this book. I had seen Superboy on the covers of of uh, of Superboy and the Legion of Superheroes, but oh. I hadn't read any of them, mm, so I right. had no clue um, that this. I assumed it was a different character, you know, like you have Batman, you have Robin Mm -hmm. and, uh, and you have Superman, you have Superboy. Um, so I, I sure would have made things simpler continuity wise in the future. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, it's an interesting th- thing, and just uh, just to give you some context on on Smallville at the time, Jim. Um, for a long time, um, you know, the idea was that basically, um, you, you know, Superboy adventures take place about 13 years before Superman adventures, right? Right, right. So, so if uh, if um, Superman's in in 1960, then Superboy's in 1947. Right. And, uh, and, and so it's usually that sort of thing. But what happened was some of the artists just kept drawing it as, if, as though it was in the 40s. And, uh, and so Smallville for a long time had some really old looking cars, even as they were kind of updating the actual year that the story took place. And, uh, and so, you know, really, um, it wasn't until much later, um, you know, like, um, in the sort of the one fifties, one one forties through the one fifties of that original Superboy series, uh, you started to get more of um, you know they 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 were kind of uh, playing with it, and it was it was like it didn't seem that much older. Uh, but then uh, in um, New Adventures of Superboy, they really tried to to play into to specifically when it was, mm. and uh, and so you know it was you, you know it's like okay it's 1980 that means these stories are happening in 1967, and so we're going to make it look like 1967. There's going to be hippies in the background, and uh, <laughs> so um, uh, but for a long time, uh, Smallville got stuck in the 30s. Or, or they, well, the forties, basically. Um, there was a there was a Superboy story in the early seventies that actually addressed that. It mm-hmm. was kind of, as an editor's note. They said, "Yeah, we know that that Super or that Smallville has looked like it's been in the thirties for for the last few decades, but we really need to update it to modern times. So we're just gonna, you know, wait, literally wave our hands and make it look like." you know, the fifties or 1960s. Yeah. And, and that was like, a it, it was in story when this actually happened. That's a good point. You say that because uh, as I say, um, I think, uh, might have been John Wilson who pointed that out to me, uh, um, that, that it was kind of that this sort of long time, um, because when he was doing his big reread, uh, I'm pretty sure it was he that pointed it out. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it took them a while to sort of catch that up. And that was just because they were kind of looking at, you know, like for reference, they were looking at old Superboy issues. And it's like, mm. OK, well, I guess that's what we draw it like. <laughs> no, no, you see, it's a much simpler solution is that it's actually uh, it, it's just like uh, it's a good life. And Superboy is intentionally keeping everything in the 1940s because it makes him happy. Oh, that's dark. Well, it would have to be the late 1940s. Or actually, it had to be the early 1930s because Superman was in All-Star Squadron back then. Or JSA. Way back yep. then. Well, yeah. And so, so it like, had to be 50s or 60s because... Superboy as a comic started in 1940. Yeah. Right? So, so those, I guess those stories took place in 1927. Yeah, totally. So... Well, so they would be doing war stories at that time. Yeah, and 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 Lana Lang was a flapper. <laughs> oh, you know she was. Yeah, you know, that Lana. 
Come on, Superboy. We're going to go to the speakeasy tonight. Oh, she'd be like, no, come on, Superboy. Let's put on a show. <laughs> oh, my God. Lana Lang, hey. Anik Pixie Dream Girl. <laughs> <laughs> it was, Paul, it was actually 1949 that the. Oh, was it that late? Okay. Yeah, he, he had started in the in more fun comics before that, but issue one of his own series was 1949. Okay, when was the when was the new fun start? I'll be the judge of when we have more fun around here. More I think more fun 101. Um uh da, 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 da. Yeah, more fun comics number 101, 1945. Oh, okay. So it was it was it was after Siegel came back from the war then. Yeah, and it was it was actually a a really a contentious point with Siegel and Schuster. Oh yeah, DC, because DC claimed that, or sorry, Siegel and Schuster claimed that Superboy was a completely different character than Superman. Um, if that he's was just the, he's just a rip off of Captain Marvel Junior. Anyway, <laughs> wow. If he was wow. if he was an original creation then they would have gotten paid for it. But um, uh, DC said, no, he's just Superman when he's a boy. So you, that's not like a new character. And that was uh, that was part of the big Siegel-Schuster versus DC lawsuit. The big brouhaha. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. All right. But speaking of... The Should have made Super Cousin Superboy, or something. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of the Golden Age Superboy, mm-hmm. um, that is a uh, a continuity dilemma <laughs> because the Golden Age Superman never had a career as Superboy. So who is this Superboy character who is appearing in DC Comics if Superman never was Superboy? I have got two words for you. Okay. Donna uh, Troy. Oh, I thought you were going to say fuck you. No. I thought you were going to say No. No. Donna Troy. (laughs) That's my answer to every continuity error like that. (laughs) Two words. Donna Troy. Ah, wonder time. If I'm in in a mood, then it's Donna fucking Troy. But, because they fucked that up royally. Because Wonder Girl was originally the adventures of Wonder Woman as a girl, right? As a girl. Yeah, and turned her into her own character by accident when by she joined accident the Titans. When she joined the Teen Titans, yep. And one yep. of the editors is like, "Um, y'all know that she's actually Diana, right?" And they went, "Not, not anymore. Not anymore. She can't be." Because she's, that, she's like, and that was Lennon Marv. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Darren, they've solved it all in Dark Crisis Big Bang because now oh, Wonder Woman, does. Wonder Girl, and Wonder Tot have their own Earth, Earth one hundred and twenty-four. So, well, all problem in, solved. They did that in Infinite Crisis, too, where they gave... Well, the, uh, they've done it again. It's infinite, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, put all, they put the Linda Carter Wonder Woman and the uh, the Kathy Lee Crosby Wonder Woman on the same Earth. There you go. I have to wonder when they started calling Super Superboy uh, the Adventures of Superman when he was a boy. Um. Because I almost feel like the original Golden Age Superboy was like its own character, unconnected from Superman. I, like, like, like it would have made a lot more sense yeah. if, if Superboy was like its own alternate Earth, all on its own. It it works best if you think about like that, 
but I think that they had, you know, along the way, um, things like what, what Paul had done here back in 2015. It's like when Superboy meets a hero from the future. Yeah. You know, young Clark Kent meets young Oliver Queen or here like meets Barbara Gordon. Yeah. They probably did that on um, in the, the Superboy series because Luther was in there, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, well, that was the whole story of, uh, of Clark making his hair fall out and that's what turned him evil. Have we lost Michael? He's muted. Nope, still here. Okay. <laughs> he he um, should have zagged apparently. So hey, there's a thing. Indeed. Uh, yeah, but they, they, like they they did. Um, there were enough of these that they did a whole trade years ago, and this was kind of what led me into doing that. Um, Superboy meets heroes from the future was they did a whole trade of the Superboy team ups, and it was it was all those stories, um, like where he met uh, Robin, who like himself was a legionnaire and always has been and always, always has been always yeah be. yeah, yeah. um as god intended sir <laughs> indeed so michael what are we doing next so we're doing next is uh a christmas in smallville just like the uh christmas, the title of episode. and we're going all the way back to uh the golden age superboy um, episode, or issue number, uh, sorry, Adventure Comics number 113, which came out at Christmas time, 1946. Wow. So, so this will be the uh, the oldest issue that we have done uh, on the subs before. Nice. Um, sorry, uh, Adventure 113. 113. Correct. One three. Okay. All right. It, Let's. Uh, it's a it's a famous golden age cover with uh, Superboy carrying Santa Claus and his uh, bag is all spilling with toys for the kids. Mm. And everybody in Smallville looks happy. That's adorable. Yeah. And the cover uh, is where was it? Um, the cover there is by. Stan K and George Russos, uh, because they didn't have uh, cover credits back. Yeah, gotcha. All right, who wants to take this one? I'm out of water, so someone else. Okay. <laughs> I'll do it. Yay! Okay. All right, let me pull it up again. That's what she said. All right. All right. Superboy by Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. We got uh, we got Superboy flying into a room uh, with a Christmas tree and a present with uh, Santa Claus looking dejected in a chair. And we say Christmas is a time of rejoicing. And we know that none more joyous than the certain shy old fellow who hid behind a Santa Claus mask for 32 years to gladden thousands who never guessed his true identity. This is the heartwarming story of how it lasts when undeserved misfortune spoils his gallant masquerade superboy finds a way of performing gay miracles to meet the surprise challenge of the 33rd christmas it's about me 
the uh, um, so the credits on this one, by the way, are uh, Don Cameron was the writer, penciled by John Sakela, and inked by Stan Kay. Uh, editor was Jack Schiff, and this was during the period when uh, Siegel and Schuster had uh, ghost writers and ghost artists. Right. It says uh, Superboy by Siegel and Schuster. Hmm. All right. All right. Take it away. Christmas Eve a year ago, and the school janitor admits eager guests to a joyous festival. We see students saying, Merry Christmas, Nick. It is our is our mysterious Santa Claus going to show up? And Nick says, if he doesn't, it'll be the first time in 32 years, Clark. And uh, one of the boys says, you must know who, you, who he really is, Nick. Come on, tell us. Joe, your dad used to ask me the same question, and I'm no wiser now than I was then. Uh, hmm. short- Christmas story with a guy named Nick. That's uh, hmm. suspicious. That's- <laughs> that was my, my granddad's nickname for me was Nick, by the way. Oh, nice. Just saying. Uh, shortly in the gym, a familiar masked figure arrives for the 32nd year to dispense cheer with a lavish hand. Greetings, folks. My pack was too big for the chimney, so I used the door. <laughs> yeah, daddy. Kids all say, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, Santa. He must be some eccentric old millionaire. Uh, at there are gifts for all and fun galore. And then finally, and Santa Claus says, so long till next Christmas Eve. And uh, one of the boys says to Clark, let's follow him, Clark. And Clark says, no, Joe, he's entitled to, to his secret. Anyway, kids have tried it before and failed. Mm. And outside, Santa's at a, uh, standing on the curb next to a car. And it says, uh, but nothing keeps us from shadowing this merry man of mystery. So, and uh, Santa says, here, Tony, a little Christmas present. Gee, thanks. You want to go out where uh, you want to go out where you did last year and the year before, uh, and shortly in a shabby neighborhood. And the and the driver says, "Luck, luck to you, sir, whoever you are." And uh, Santa says, "I am lucky, Tony, because I found happiness in making others happy." Aw, that's adorable. And the caption says, "Santa, a millionaire? Hardly. For the last we learn." That the generous masquerader is. Uh, the mask is off and the mustachioed man is revealed. He says, Merry Christmas, Ellen. Here's your gift last, but never least. And the the the, the woman says, My very own Saint Nick, because it is Nick under the mask. Who could have who could have known? Nick Nicholas Brown, the school janitor. Um so Nick says, now I've got a whole year to wait for next Christmas, sigh. And his wife says, nonsense, it's always Christmas here, with you getting ready for the next big event. Uh, and in the months that follow, Nick and Ellen labor secretly and happily in their basement workshop, and they're in their basement building toys. They look, then, they look very much like the clauses, don't they? They do. Then, as Christmas nears, fate strikes a cruel blow uh, at, at undeserving victims. Nick, fire, hurry. The stove under the glue pot has set a fire. It's at the house of flame. Uh, while strolling in the park, Clark can't see smoke and axe. It's one of those old houses by the mill pond. Superboy will beat the firemen to this one. He's uh, taking off a shirt, revealing that he is, in fact, Superboy. Um, and he, hold on. 
the pa- the the the, the uh, word balloons are in wacky places. Hold on. Mm-hmm. They need some it's, arrows to. That, no, no, no. <laughs> All right, I'm pretty sure it goes with. It's not yet time for cutting down Christmas tre- Christmas trees, but I've got a good use for this one. And he rips a whole uh, pine tree out of the ground. Nick Brown's house. This water will put out the fire, but I've better warn whoever's inside before the wave hits. I, I guess he's going to use the tree to make I, a wave. How 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 does the pine tree make water? I'm okay, so it, it's confusing because the water is drawn white like snow, uh, but oh. it's actually a wave of water. So he's dragging the tree rapidly through the river or through the oh, pond, and I it's causing it. a causing spray to go come up out gotcha, of the water gotcha okay yeah, it's colored co- colored wacky mm-hmm. all right and then superboy bursts through the wall uh say and uh nick says superboy save her never mind about me and he says don't worry grab my shoulder nick and hang on and nick says that water where'd it come from and the, the wave of water is washing over them in the burning house and then later at the hospital uh, the doctor is saying, your wife is badly injured, Mr. Brown. A hospital in the West handles cases like hers. If only she could get there. Nick says, I can afford it, doctor. I've been saving money for something else, but Ellen is more important. The doctor says, it's more than a question of money. She needs an immediate operation, and it takes time to get her there. The superboy says, I'll arrange the transportation. And so uh, they've loaded her into a vehicle, and Superboy is flying it across country. And uh, from inside the vehicle... I believe Nick is saying, do you think they'll cure her doctor? The doctor says, no doubt of it. She'll be as good as new in a month, uh, in two or three months. Uh, Then weeks pass and Clark is talking to Nick and says, is Miss Brown all right, Nick? You look worried. Eh? Oh, yes, Clark. She's doing fine. Only I guess my spare time is uh, hanging heavy on my hands. Then later we see Nick sitting in a chair dejected and the caption says, as Christmas draws near, Nick's restlessness grows in the tiny furnished room where he now lives. All my savings are going to the hospital. I can't afford to repair the house or even to visit Ellen at Christmas. First of all, I can't place place Santa to the youngsters this year. Uh, the first time in 33 years, I'll fail them. But maybe I can get some rich man to foot the bill. Since, <laughs> since it isn't for myself, I can ask for their charity. Uh, by chance, Clark, who already suspects Nick's secret, witnesses the next move. Uh, I'd like to see Mr. Rugg, please. It's about a charity donation. And uh, Clark is sneaking around and he's thinking, I guess Nick was the mysterious Santa Claus because of the toys Superboy saw destroyed in that fire. And now he's looking through the wall with his x-ray vision and it says, from a distance, Superboy's x-ray vision and super sensi- sensitive hearing give him a close up. Uh, Nick is saying, other rich men in town have turned me down, but, and the rich man says, naturally, charity pays only when you get credit for it. Who would waste money on an anonymous Santa Claus? Mm. And Nick says, I don't know. People could be so selfish and all of them with more money than they need. Remember, kids, comics aren't political. No, they never were. Oh, my God. (laughs) Superboy says. Superboy says, I've got to help him better. Still, I'll get everybody to help. And so the next day, Superboy is talking to the students and he says, remember, Nick must remember Nick mustn't suspect. Uh, The boys say, we'll be careful, Superboy. Nick's been surprising us every Christmas. Now it's our turn to treat him. It's swell of you to help to let us help Superboy when you could have done the whole thing alone. Superboy says, I couldn't prove I couldn't prove without your 
I couldn't prove without your help that all the kids appreciate what he's done. Uh, the next few days are a busy one for everybody. The boys are saying, we'll get a dollar for this job and it goes to the party fund, Pete. Nice going, Alec. Nice going. Alec and I are headed for the manual training workshop to make some toys. Uh, and mothers and fathers also do their bit. And uh, one of the fathers, I guess, is saying, George is going to decorate the tree, aren't you, George? Uh, yes, dear. I guess it's a woman. These are th- that is one stuck-up Smallville lady. I'm just saying right there. <laughs> that orange collar. That's, that's, that's like straight out of, like, duck soup right there. Meanwhile, Superboy does the hardest part of the job himself. Um, nice of you to donate the materials for fixing up Nick's house, Mr. Wales. Why not? Old Nick gave me some of the best times of my life when I was a kid. And yeah, Superboy is rebuilding the roof of, of Nick's house. And on the day before Christmas, uh, the house is decorated, the presents are all wrapped, the food is ready, so we're all set. Superboy says, not quite. I'll be back in a flash with the most important gift of all. A dozen heartbeats later at a Western hospital, Superboy is talking to the doctor and the doctor is saying, worried, uh, worry, delayed, worry, delayed Mrs. Brown's recovery, but I think your surprise will cure her. And Superboy says, that's great. And uh, Mrs. Brown says, Superboy, I'm so excited about the surprise you promised. Is it that is, is it that Nick is coming here for Christmas? Superboy says, better than that, Mrs. Brown, you're going home to Nick. Uh, so he wraps her up in his sheet and he flies her through the sky. Uh, and she says, uh, but where will I stay? Nick wrote that, wrote that he wasn't able to repair the house. And Superboy says, wait and see. That's part of the surprise. And uh, that evening in Nick's shabby room, Superboy has met up with him and he's saying, and the people who are giving this party need someone to play Santa Claus. Would you? Nick says, me? Or, well, I do have a Santa Claus costume, but how did you know? And Superboy says, oh, I keep my eyes open. (laughs) I might have known I couldn't keep a secret from you. And I'm glad because this would have been the loneliest night of my life. Superboy flies Nick uh, to where they're going. And uh, Nick says, you're going so fast, I can't be sure. But isn't that my old neighborhood, Superboy? It is. That it is, Santa Claus. And down the chimney and out of the fireplace and into the light and surprise. And they're merry. And all the students are there saying, Merry Christmas, Santa Claus, from us to you for a change. And Santa Claus says, What? And Superboy says, And the best is yet to come. And uh, Nick, Santa says, Ellen. And Ellen comes out of the closet, uh, comes out of the. Hey, 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 hey. Through the curtain. Says, Nick, at last we're together again. Merry Christmas. Isn't it wonderful, Nick? Our old house fixed nicer than it was before. And Santa says, it's a miracle, but I didn't fix up the house. I don't understand it. And she says, the best Christmas we ever had. And we owe what? And we owe it to Superboy and the children for playing Santa and the children you played Santa for. But where is Superboy? And Nick says, gone. And we don't know where he is or who he is. And uh, Clark Kent conveniently walks through the door. Mm-hmm. And he says... After doing the honors for 32 Christmases, Nick's earned a rest on the 33rd, and it's more fun than ever, even if the mystery is gone. Aww. And uh, one of his pals says, uh, what do you mean the mystery is gone, Clark? Superboy is the biggest mystery of all. That's true. The end. That's that's surprising that Lana Lang didn't say that line. So. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if we had Lana Lang yet. Well, I, yeah, I don't think well, she's here, so, you know. Yeah. This so that's is, uh, this is early days, as Michael pointed out. Mm-hmm. True, true. 
so this was uh, reprinted in a, uh, a book called The Adventures of Superboy, um, which came out in 2010. And it was a, uh, a hardcover um, reprinting all of the, uh, or not all, but the, the first books or first stories uh, from More Fun and Adventure Comics. Wow. And the, uh, let's see, who drew the cover to this one? It's um, uh, uh, Michael Cho. Michael, Michael Cho drew the cover. Oh, sweet. Nice. And then it's got yeah, all. it's a beauty. Yeah, it's got 50, 50 plus stories in it. Um, you know, four pages, five pages, eight pages. But that's all the Superboy stories were back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, wow. Well, that's cool. I don't know that I knew about this. No, I um, when I was looking for a, a story for this one, I googled Superboy Christmas, and after uh, um, weeding out all the ones that show Superboy and the Legion and their Christmas star story, this mm, yeah. was like the, this was one of the top ones. So uh, other than that that trade it's never been reprinted before surprising oh, wow. i'm surprised they didn't put it in like a christmas trade or something but... uh, yeah. yeah yeah cool excellent there we go yeah I got that's a fun little story mm-hmm. yeah i i enjoyed that it's neat to sort of again see something of uh of that time period right like um that stuff's a little harder to come by. So mm-hmm. true. Nice. True. Yeah, we did not read from the original paper copies. No, I don't no. Think we have the original paper copies on no. it, actually. Yeah. Well, very not... cool. Very very cool. Very Sweet. nice. All right, give me a moment. I'm just going to uh, uh, read in, uh, reach into the uh, into the mailbag here. Hey now, hey now, watch and, that. And, uh, Your hands are cold. <laughs> Stop it. That's that's M A I L. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> All right, uh, from uh, Russell Duncan. Further on the underarm. Oh, if you remember, oh. this is a big point of contention that's between just, our already, uh, isn't it? Our, our Commonwealth fellows. Um, uh, so uh, he says. Uh, uh, so he says hi. He says here is a very good. And if you don't like cricket, a mercifully short uh, documentary on the underarm incident. He, he's posting a link to it. Okay. He says, and it might be of interest if you have absolutely nothing to do this holiday season. <laughs> uh, my, my dad used to always try to explain cricket to me, and it, it, it never really took. Um, yeah. But he says, it's about how one brother, who was almost a godlike fe- figure, destroyed his younger brother and accidentally created a controversial moment that boosted interest in cricket to a new level. My favorite bit is near the end when the Australian antagonist gets a standing ovation from the wronged New Zealand crowd. Sportsmanship at its best. Not a standing ovulation. Um, He says, hopefully you can, A, understand the accents, and B, tell them apart. Remember, they sound like an evil version of us. <laughs> that's that's so true. So true. <sighs> Paul, Paul, I have a very a very simple explanation of cricket. So it's just seven points, and you'll totally understand the game. Afterwards. Okay. Okay. So, All right. So you have two sides. This is number one. You have two sides. 
one out in the field and one in. Each man that's in the side that goes that's in goes out, and when he's out, he comes in, and the next man goes in until he's out. <laughs> when they're all out, that side, the side that's out comes in, and the side that's been in goes out and tries to get those coming in out. Sometimes you get men still in and not out. When a man goes out to go in, the men who are out try to get him out. And when he's out, he goes in and the next man goes, next man in goes out and goes in. There are two men called umpires who stay out all the time and they decide when the men who are in are out. When both sides have been in and all the men have been out and both sides have been out twice. After all the men have been in, including the not outs, that's the end of the game. Could it be any simpler? Dude, this sounds like my Saturday night. What the hell? One in and out. Fantastic. Oh my god, that is fantastic. Oh man. Anyway, uh, he signs off. All the people from the Commonwealth will get that. Yeah, totally, totally. He says, "Great to hear New Zealand is doing well in your listenership." Merry Christmas, Russell. Thank you, Russell. It's uh, yeah, thanks, man. Excellent to uh, to one keep us uh, you know keep us uh, focused on. on um the uh the the true battle between uh it's almost like like there's one that is matter and one that is antimatter i'm not going to get into it (laughs) one thing we know is a fact that santa claus does visit new zealand first so uh we'll give them that that. because they are that far in the future exactly exactly that's awesome all right well uh, you know, it's great to get uh, that that story about the uh, the history of um, ah, there it is there of uh, of yeah. the underarm incident, and uh, and so uh, it, it really leads me to wonder, Michael, did, is there anything that happened this week in Legion history? <clears throat> well, surprising that you asked, um, but yeah. <laughs> wow, what luck! <laughs> um, now. Uh, uh, let's see. Oh, I also have the, uh, let's do the, the class. Uh, oh, yes. Do we... So, um, this week normally would have been the class, pro, class of 2013, but I could only come up with three characters, so I combined them with the class of 2014. Fair. All right. So, we are, um, towards the end of the uh, the volume seven series, we're now on the the Giffen Levitz time frame. Uh, this also covers uh, from 2014 the uh, Infinitus Saga with the Justice League. Oh wow! Uh, we have the Justice League Adventures Trapped in Time movie, and then we have the um, Smallville season eleven. So. A bunch of different legions all over the place, none of whom um, seem to know each other. Uh, So we have first the Promethean Giants, uh, first appeared in Legion context in Legion Volume 7, number 17. Uh, Promethean Giants are massive beings who existed before the rise of the new gods. In their hubris, they sought to breach the source wall and become one with the source. But for their transgressions, they were imprisoned by the source in the Promethean galaxy, chained to massive celestial bodies, which served as their own machines for breaching the source. Tharok brought one of them back to life 
after lying dormant for millennia. And that was uh, the one that involved uh, the death of Sunboy. I believe you mean the barbecuing. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. So we also have uh, from Justice League United, we have Bith Rock, who was a uh, Silver Age Hawkman villain rebooted into a priest of the Church of the Infinite uh, mm. who attempted to open a doorway in space time to bring about Infinitus to usher in a new universe that will consume all others. We have Ultra, formerly Ultra the Multi-Alien. Uh, this version was prophesied to grow up to be Infinitus, yeah. destroyer of universes by the 31st century. We have the Cadre, a low-level group of mercenaries sent by Biff to collect Ultra so that he may ensure that by the 31st century, the boy will become a world-consuming entity known as Infinitus. Mm. Infinitus, sorry. Infinitus, yes. Yes. And then we have Equinox, who is a uh, 16-year-old Cree girl from Moose Factory Island, Ontario. Yes. Who became the superhero named Equinox. She uses the power of the Medayo, the embodiment of the seven pillars of Cree life, to protect her people from the Witago, the embodiment of the seven dark pillars. Mm. And uh, at the end of the Legion Lost series, the Legionnaires were stuck in the 21st century. And this is how this is the story of how they got back to the 31st century. Okay. Cool. I had no idea what was going on at the time when I read that. <laughs> All I know is that, is that you, I've got these these Justice League people, and then there are these Legionnaires who, like, I have no idea what they're doing there or why they look the way they do. And uh, I'm sure just knowing that now would make it a, a more comprehensible if I reread it. Mm. Or not. Uh, then we have the animated movie called Justice League Adventures Trapped in Time, which came out in 2014. It was actually a, uh, an adaptation of a Super Friends episode um, that had Dawnstar and Karate Kid um, in the costumes reminiscent of Apache Chief and Samurai. That's right. <laughs> uh, so our, our two groups from this one... We have the, uh, the Legion of Doom. Uh, this is a villain group comprised of Bizarro, Black Manta, Captain Cold, Cheetah, Gorilla Grodd, Lex Luthor, Solomon Grundy, and Toy Man. Solomon Grundy want pants too! <laughs> uh, at the end of a fight with the Justice League, Luthor was trapped on ice Captain America style for a thousand years until he was accidentally revived in the 31st century. Then he took control of the Time Trapper, like you do, uh, and that caused prospective Legionnaires Karate Kid and Dawnstar, who were in the Legion Academy at the time, to try to travel back and ask the Justice League for help. Mm. Wait, this is starting to sound like the rules of cricket. Oh, God. <laughs> That's okay. The next one's easy. It's uh, <laughs> Wendy, Marvin, and Wonder Dog. Um, when Dawnstar and Karate Kid arrive on the neighborhood streets of Washington, D.C., they observe a young couple walking their dog. The couple resembles Marvin White and Wendy Harris, and they're uh, with a gray bulldog from the Super Friends. Nice. Uh, 
finally, from Smallville Season 11, uh, this had the uh, Blue Beetle and Superman go into the 31st century, where you met Be-Osk, who is an eradicator, uh, a law enforcement officer on New Krypton, and also Pavel, who is chancellor of the 31st century New Krypton Judgment Council. And those were in 2013 and in 2014, we had another miniseries called Smallville Season 11, colon, Continuity. Uh, and this one had a, uh, a couple of kids who had originated on the Smallville TV series um, named Jan and Zaina, or Zan and Jaina. Yeah, right. Zan and Jaina. Zan and Jaina. They were twins who were inspired by uh, Superman when he was only known as the Blur to be heroes. They eventually joined Jay Garrick's Teen Titans in San Francisco, and they aided the Legion in the continuity story in which the Monitors had come to Earth and begun their work, but instead of using Red Bleed to exterminate the world, they used the Blue Bleed to erase <laughs> the capitals. And I can't tell you uh, who the winner for last week's um, one was because it's only us for us. It's only, yesterday. It's only been a day. So it's yeah. only been a day. But I can tell you that uh, at this time, uh, Mwindaji uh, is leading um, the Ravagers, Primus Dawn, and Caitlin Fairchild. So uh, I'll post the link in the uh in in the story when this gets updated and we'll find out who won cool very nice but now <laughs> we have to go all the way even further back in history oh but no not, but not quite as far back as the superboy story we just read because we're only going to 1962 at this point okay 60 years ago adventure comics number 305 Marvel Lad attempts to join the Legion, mm. but it turns out it's really just Monel using a serum that Brainy finally developed, or the Brainy developed, to finally cure him of lead poisoning. Because Superboy is a dick, and wouldn't do it in the intervening thousand years. Yeah, yep. and so this is when Monel joins the Legion, and the subs covered it back in episode twenty-six. Five years later, fifty-five years ago, nineteen sixty-seven. Adventure Comics number 365, Shadowlass, the champion of Talok 8, joins the Legionnaires in fighting the planet's warlords as well as the Fatal Five. Mm -hmm. And that was episode 114. 50 years ago, 1972, Superboy 193, the Legion must prevent an atomic war between the two opposing powers on the planet Paznik, the day-dwelling side and the night-dwelling side. And this is the issue that uh, introduced King John of Paznik, who was not seen from this point until the five years later run. Yeah. And it was also where we saw Duo Damsel's new splitting costume. Because before she just had the same costume when she split. Right. And that was episode 248. Mm. 20 years ago, 2002, we have The Legion, number 15. On his first day with The Legion... Timberwolf attends the United Planets meeting, uh, a memorial service for Monstrous. 
then goes to the world Trom to say goodbye to Element Lad at his grave. On day two, Timberwolf, actually, that probably should have been Alchemist. Yeah. Uh, on day two, Timberwolf escorts Therok to Tacron Galtos. The transport is attacked by the Fatal Five, and all the other Legionnaires are taken out, and Timberwolf must face the Fatal Five alone. <laughs> and look for this one in like fall of 2028. 15 years ago in 2007, we have Legion Volume 5, number 37. Celebrate a bold new era for the Legion of Superheroes. What do we do with a bold oh. new era? Take a drink. With the return of writer Jim Shooter. Oh, and God. And the debut of new series artist team, Francis Manipal and John Livesay. Several Legionnaires find themselves in mortal peril as the universe is faced with a frightening and mysterious alien threat. In the, long, in the absence of longtime team captain Cosmic Boy, the Legion seeks new leadership, only to find themselves under the shaky and uncertain control of Lightning Lad. And look for this one in early 2030. Oh. Um, five years ago, 2017, Scooby-Doo team up, 33. <laughs> the Legion, Legion goes back to the 21st century to recruit noted ghost hunters, Mystery Incorporated, to help investigate the ghost of Pharaoh Lad, which appears to be haunting the Legion clubhouse. And we just covered this a few weeks back in episode 733. Yeah, yes. 960 years from now, on Christmas Day 2982, the Legion tries to find a Christmas star and end up sailing, saving an alien civilizations. Uh, and that was DC Special Series number 21, which we covered in episode 480. And then 970 years from now, in 2992, in the five-year-later timeline, Mig or Mig, uh, aka Karate Kid 2, is arrested by the science police Earth. Mm. And that is uh, this week in Legion history. Outstanding. Well, it seems a lot of stuff happened. So a, lot, a lot of stuff did happen. It's Indeed. And, and a lot of stuff is going to have, have been happened too. And that's why I just posted the picture I did in the chat. You're All right. Welcome. That's just for you, Michael. Oh, thank <laughs> uh, all right um i hope that uh wait carry the one this comes out on the 26th i hope everyone had a great christmas a great well, hanukkah all of the things did you have I'm a good boxing day? did you have a good boxing day uh, in the future i'm apparently in the midst of it had... oh you're in the midst yeah, of boxing today. day yes yeah, so so from uh, our perspective I've got like 10 bucks on jan to take you out so so from from our perspective uh, this will have been going to have come out on Boxing oh, Day. Jesus. I'm getting a That's headache. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, folks, you uh, may know what Boxing Day is, and you can tell us all about what you did on Boxing Day um, uh, at our uh, email address, which is Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. Uh, you can uh, tell us. Um, your thoughts on Brent's rules of uh, of cricket and whether or not you figured them out or if you got lost at the first in, the first out. I'm not sure. Um, and uh, and you can tell us all about that on our Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. Uh, 
you may also um, have your own take on uh, a, an uh, on a 1940s Superboy uh, tale, and you can tell us all about that on the Twitter where we are LOSP Podcast. And of course, uh, you can give us a story about how you think uh, uh, Barbara Gordon used her meeting with Superboy to become Batgirl. And uh, and you can leave that as a comment on this or any episode, though it would probably make more sense with this one, yeah, at yeah. podcasters.com. And with that, we make our way into the time bubble um, so that I can enter that damn Superman movie contest. Mm-hmm. Screw those guys. I want in. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and they're going to get me some Hostess cupcakes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just never tried them. Um, so uh, my, my, my watch is trying to uh, is trying to find them as we speak. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And uh, and so, uh, yeah, so we'll uh, we'll 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 do that. I'm going to go back and I'm going to enter that contest and going to win it. Damn it. And we will see you all next week. Just remember, this is the season of the baby Jesus up in that tower, letting his hair down so that three wise men can climb up him and spin the dreidel to find out if there's eight more weeks of winter. You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 751. Christmas in Smallville, baby. What? I thought I said 741. Yeah, you said 751. God right. damn it. All I right, honestly, here we go. I honestly did not pay attention, so I don't know. <laughs> All right.